Hello and welcome to The Family Show. I'm your host, Eleanor Rossman, and joining me this week and every week are Brendan and Randy Lee. Hey, nice good to be to here. Good to see you. So good to be here. Nice to have Brenda here today with us. Wonderful to have Brenda here. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Lent, but before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to the Holy Family Radio Benefit Dinner, and that's happening on Friday, April 12th. And the the guest speaker is uh, Father Wade Menendez. You know him. He's on EWP mm-hmm. all the time. He's a really good uh, speaker, a good priest, a good priest, a good speaker. Um so again, that's Friday, April 12th. You can make your reservation, and that can be made at 720WHYF.com. Reservation deadline is April 1st. We hope to see you there. Again, Holy Family Radio Benefit Dinner, Friday, April 12th. Is it, um, is it true that that is the, the social event of the season? I believe it is the social <laughs> event of the season. The season. And again, contact us at 720WHYF.com. Now, Randy, let's hear about Lent. Here it comes, right? Okay, so, well, we are talking about Lent, right? Because um, this is another example of, of Brenda saying things and me stealing them and not letting her say them. But um, she gave her credit. I, Brenda is, she is like super on top of Lent this year. In fact, she is so much on top of Lent that she told me that she had started Lent at the beginning of February, so she would have a couple of weeks in the bank in case she missed some days once Lent started. I got to put her in charge of my Advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, I mean, I guess there's always that danger of of consuming the inadvertent steak or wine or or candy bar. But but anyway, Brenda is she's reflecting on Lent to me recently, and and she comes up with this great image of Lent. Right, it's Frodo at the end of the movie, Return of the King, right? So so you got Frodo at the end of the trilogy of movies, right? The books. And he's been part of the fellowship. They've they've destroyed the the evil ring. They've saved the Shire. We're talking about Lord of the Rings. Exactly, exactly. So that's where we are, right? He's he's saved the Shire. He's actually saved all of of Middle-earth, right? But as, as Frodo puts it to Sam, right? We save the Shire but not for me, right? We, we did good things. I'm, I'm glad that we did good things, um, but it cost me a lot, and I know that I will never be happy again, right? I preserved paradise for others, but not for me, right? Um, obviously, um, we've got some melancholy going on here, right? Um, comes time for the last ship of the age to take ring bearers who want to go on a straight shot to Valinor, um, away to Valinor, right? Um, Valinor to me sounds a lot like heaven. Um, so Frodo kind of dejectedly shuffles off to board the ship to Valinor, right? Not because he wants to go to Valinor, but because there's nothing left for him in Middle Earth, Mm -hmm. right? He just, you know, just didn't work out for him, but save the world. But then the minute Frodo steps on the boat, he turns back to his friends with this otherworldly smile, as if to say to them, now this is more than okay. This is is good. You guys should try this sometime, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, The the 
bit about I will never be happy again thing, I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? This this is really good. Um, you look Lent up in Wikipedia. This is where I think the connection comes in. You look you look up Lent in Wikipedia, and it tells you Lent is a period of grief leading up to celebration, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to the celebration of Easter, right? So the church builds 40 days of grief every year right into the church calendar, right? Right. Interestingly enough, right, I told people about Brenda saying Lent starts, you know, she started her Lent two weeks early, and they're like, two weeks early, right? I've been doing Lent since COVID hit, oh. right? I got this period of grief thing down really well by now. You you want to put ashes on my forehead at this point, just dunk my whole body in, right? Um, Wikipedia is almost right on this one, right? Almost. You go, um, I did a little bit more digging, right? And, and you go to the United States Council of Catholic Bishop website. <clears throat> you check out, you know, excuse me, what's Lent? And it says, Lent is a period of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, followed by the celebration of Easter, right? Mm-hmm. So you see that and you say, well, Wikipedia was right. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving, definitely period of grief, right? You pass through this before Easter, but then the church says, this is a period during which we prepare for the celebration of Easter, right? And they don't mention any grief. It's the period of preparation for celebration. Mm-hmm. Right. I know there's prayer. I know there's fasting. I know there's almsgiving. But according to the church, this is not a period of grief. This is a period of preparing for a party. Right. And right. What do you yeah. do when you do that, right? Right. 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 Well, you know, and I this year I said to Randy, I'm looking at it differently because in Lent you say, OK, what am I going to do differently? The whole goal is to delve more into um, what Jesus did for us, his passion, and try to understand and be grateful and thankful and grow more intimate with him. And, you know, maybe get to adoration, put on another mass, do an extra um, special reading, and all that should be like, wow. This is like wonderful. Yeah, that it's I'm like doing this. Retreat. So, like, yeah, forward to those instead of yeah. making it like I got to give up this and I can't go there. I can't eat meat here. I can't. I think I flipped the page. This is joy that we have an opportunity to grow closer to our Savior. Well, that's a, that's the funny thing, right, Bren? When you say flip the page, and Eleanor's like, "Well, wait, you know what's preparing for a party? You're 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 cleaning, right?" And I think it, it's really all about perspective, right? Think about how you prepare. Ella, you're exactly right. Prepare for a party. You know, you put up the tables, you cook, you clean, you hang decorations, right? That's all work. But what are you thinking about? How much fun well, yeah. you'll have at the party, right? right? That's what makes it kind of fun to do it because you're right. getting ready for something wonderful. Right. That's exactly, you're getting ready for something, right? Joy, Renry, you're talking about joy, right? And if your focus is on the party, the preparation is not onerous. It's yes. exhilarating, right? right? It, it's only onerous if you're thinking about the preparation right. as preparation for nothing. Right, that's right? the goal, right. Right. A- Amy Grant had a song out in the late 1990s, and the title of the song was Hope Set High. And it starts out, I've got my hope set high, 
that's why I came tonight, right? It's that, that attitudinal thing, right? I'm coming to this party with hope, right? Why are you praying this Lent? Like all the things Brenda was talking about, right? Why are you praying this Lent? Fasting, almsgiving, because I've got my hope set high, right? I know this Easter, God's got gifts for me that are going to blow my doors off, right? It's fascinating. Every Lent, what do we talk about? What are you giving up? That's right. What are you giving up for Lent? When was the last time you heard someone ask, what do you want to get this year for Lent? Mm. Right? What's going to happen for you at the party you've been preparing for? Mm-hmm. Right? If if you had choices, right? The, um, we were we were talking last week about the divine will, right? And and thy will be done. And and my buddy Craig Callahan, right, um, said if you think you have choices, then it's not God's will, right? Why aren't we praying, right? Lent is a season of prayer, Father. What do you want me to give up, right? It's not what do I want to give up, right? Or what do I want to get? Better yet, Father, what good things do you want to give me this Lent, right? You know, if it's coming from the Father, it's got to be good, good, right? You go back to the Amy Grant song, Father, I am ready for you to make me a star shining crazy bright, even in the dark of night. That's what you want for me. Father, I know you want me to be the light of the world, right? So, so dad, light me up, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. Father, my arms are open to you, right? That's your Lent, right? You look at the story, you look at the story of the rich young man, right? It's, and it's there all over the place. It's in Matthew, it's in Mark, it's in Luke. Rich young man asks, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus says, get rid of everything that obstructs you from me. Get rid of everything that obstructs you from me and then follow me, right? You want to be the light, you want to be a star, then you got to plug into God, mm-hmm. right? He's saying, you got to plug into me. You got to draw power from me. Why do we think the answer that the rich young man got is not the same answer that we're going to get, right? He talks about, I am the vine, you are the branches, right? Same thing, plug in. Which means we need to be connected exactly. Him. God wants to be power for us, mm-hmm. right? God wants to, vine and branches, God wants to give us light, Right? So why is it that during Lent, we're not looking for him to give us what we need to live life abundantly? I love that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm flipping the page. Right. Instead of, you know, always looking, all right, what, what, all right, right. dragging myself through. Right. What can I, what do I have to give up this? Wow, what a difference opening our hearts to what does God want to give us this Lent? Right. And, you know, cool. if... What I am doing now is that delighting you, Lord. I mean, when you talked about 
given up some things that are keeping you away from God or putting a barrier there. I think if we could stop and think with our actions, our words, our thoughts, are these bringing me closer to you? Is this bringing um, delight to you? Yes. And it's, really, you know, like, stopping you know, and thinking maybe it should be our Lent. <laughs> yeah, and Lord, draw me in. Yeah. Draw me in. We're going to stop here just for a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to The Family Show on Holy Family Radio, so stay tuned. family show and we're talking about Lent and joy and delight and what was the other intimacy right that's what you guys were talking about yeah so I mean I'm just like rambling here but that's what you guys said so we'll just pick up on that theme right um but anyway we we have been talking about changing our focus from from what we're going to give up for Lent to what we want to receive and even more to receiving what God wants to give us right and of course there's this great Lenten Bible story that goes perfectly with all this. And because it's a great Bible story, it, of course, makes no sense. Exactly, right. Your favorite one. Exactly. All My favorite Bible stories all make no sense, right? So you got Matthew, Mark, Luke. They all have the story of the paralytic brought to Jesus by his friends on his pallet, right? And in all three of these Gospels, what has Jesus been doing before this story? He's been healing people everyone's bringing sick people to Jesus to be healed and Jesus heals them, right? There's no doubt in this story why the friends are bringing their paralytic friend to Jesus, right? They want him to be healed, healed, right? They want their friend back. They want him to be whole again. And these guys are crazy tenacious, right? These guys are undeterrable. They are also incredibly athletic and incredibly strong, right? They're, they're hanging out, the story starts, they're hanging out, not in the Bible, but we have to kind of get a little backstory going here, right? They're, they're hanging out with their buddy, right, paralytic, even if you really can't hang out with them in the same way anymore, right? They, they want that dynamic of the friendship back, though. They want to get back to where they all hung out together and they were sort of athletic together, but yeah, that's not going to happen. They want to run together again, both, both really and figuratively, right? But they're all sitting around the paralytic's house one day, and someone says, you know, <laughs> there's a guy, Jesus, in the area, mm-hmm. makes the lame walk and the blind see, even casts out demons and heals lepers. And all the friends are like to the paralytic, we should get you over to him, mm-hmm. to this Jesus guy, right? The, and, and the paralytic guy, he's like, how are you going to get me over to him? I'm a paralytic, remember? Right, I can't walk. I can't walk, right? And they're like, we'll carry you, right? And the paralytic is like, can't carry me. I'm too heavy. It's too far. Friends are like, no, we can do this. We'll carry you, pallet and all. Each of us will take a corner. We can make this work. So off they go, right? They all take their corner. They carry this guy around town till they find Jesus' house. 
But when they get to where Jesus is, you know, where he's staying, his house, the house is packed, right? Doorways packed, yards packed. No way they're getting in to see Jesus. Paralytic is like to his friends, I told you this wasn't going to work. Come on, let's go home. This is really embarrassing. They're like, no, wait, we can get you on the roof. Paralytic guy's like, no, you can't. You guys are crazy. But they figure out some pulley system or something, right? Yeah, I'm trying to picture that. Like how it's almost comical to see. Oh yeah, I mean they managed to take this guy up on the roof. Yeah, this is not easy. He's he's a paralytic and he's got his pallet. And how do you get him on the roof? But they figure something out and they they lit they they launch him up. They right? do it. They get him up there, right? Um, they get the guy in a roof, and and he's like, now what, right? It's a roof. There's no windows up here you can open, right? And they're like, we can poke a hole in the roof and lower you down. The paralytic guy, you can't rip a hole in someone else's roof, especially and then ask them to heal me, right? That's not going to work. They're like, we'll fix it later, right? <laughs> right. And he's we'll like, get back. What if you do if you drop? What, what's going to happen if you drop me? He's like, you know. They're like, we got you up here. We can get you down. You know, gravity's working for us this time, right? And the guy's like, that's what I'm worried about. What if you drop me? So so these guys rip a hole in the roof. They lower their friend down. Jesus sees this guy being lowered down through the roof. What's he say? Take heart, my sons. Your sins are forgiven. And here's the part that doesn't make sense. The scribes and Pharisees, right, right? This is the part that doesn't make sense. Who gets angry? Yeah. Who gets angry? The scribes. And the scribes the and the Pharisees. They're the ones who get angry. Who are you to forgive sins? Now, who should get angry? The friends and the paralytic. Yeah. Right? Whoa. Wait a minute. What good did that just do? If all we wanted was forgiveness, we could have taken two birds into the temple and sacrificed them. Right? Right? We didn't do all this for forgiveness. We're here for healing. For healing, yeah. For healing, mm-hmm. right? That's what everybody else gets, right? Notice at that point in this story, Jesus seems to move on from the paralytic. He doesn't say, oh, and by the way, let me heal you. It's only after the scribes and Pharisees criticize in their hearts this healing of sins that Jesus senses that unspoken criticism, right? And then Jesus it comes back to the and heals the guy, right? Why don't these guys, um, the friends, freak out and blast Jesus for shortchanging them, right? The, you know, all that work, and it just seems to be so fruitless, right? And I think the answer is, that the paralytic actually senses what he got, feels it in his spirit, in his soul, and knows that they have gotten, you know, that Jesus has given them, rather, more, not less. Right, more than they asked for. That's exactly right. And when the guy realizes that what he has gotten, what he's feeling in his, in his body and in his soul, when he realizes that it's more, he tells his friends, guys, it's okay. This is what we were after, right? It's, it's, you, 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 we just didn't know that it was what we were after. Mm-hmm. 
right? I mean, it's like Frodo getting on the boat. Guys, you got to try this, this forgiveness of sins thing. Mm -hmm. It's great, right? What's it even mean? Your, Your sins are forgiven, right? Your relationship with God has been fully restored. Yeah. And don't you feel that after confession when you come out? Don't you get that? Like sometimes then... I do. I'm <laughs> say, you know, it feels like. Um, yeah, I see. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's like a shower. Yeah, for your soul. You know, yeah, you like, do oh, feel like that ah oh, feeling. Of, right. oh, thank you, Lord. You know, of course, sometimes the devil's back there whispering, but you forgot to say. You know, right. that's what he does. Right. He's the accuser. But yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a aha moment. You know, nice. it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, think about that that image of a shower for the soul, right? Why do you take a shower? Because you're preparing yourself for your beloved, mm-hmm. right? All the obstructions separating you and God have been removed, and now you are clean and beautiful mm-hmm. for your beloved, right? When God says, follow me, unlike the rich young man, you can right? You can say, Lord, I may not understand, but I want what you want, mm-hmm. right? Think of it. I mean, this paralytic guy, he's down there, right? And and he's he's just been healed. He's been restored. There is relationship, perfect harmony with God, right? Lord, what you want is what I want. I never knew that before, but I know it now. And if I'm more light, lame on a pallet, if I'm burning brighter, lame on a pallet, mm-hmm. For you, then you just leave me here and I'll be perfect, right? You know, it's it's haunting, really. If when they lowered you through the roof, you were only going to get one gift, which gift would you choose, mm. right? Would you trust, and, and, and even more, take that one step further, would you trust God to pick the best gift for you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Lord, I'm, I'm not even going to say what gift I want. I want the gift you want to give me. Mm-hmm. And if that's just, this, if, if that's just this, this forgiveness thing, then go ahead, do that. And yeah. keep the healing for your, you know, whatever, because for somebody else. That in, a, in a well, it's true that the healing, the physical healing is temporal. You know, mm-hmm. that's for here and now, but that restoration of our relationship with Jesus, that's everlasting. Right. We don't focus enough, I think, on that. Right. Truth. Right. Wouldn't that? I mean, that's heaven. Yeah. Heaven is the perfection of our relationship with God. And left right? to ourselves. I mean, we all go for that temporal stuff, you know, <laughs> the shiny <laughs> car. The, you know. Yeah, we do. But if you really, like, you had a choice and say, is this what's better for your soul? Well, bring you closer to heaven or make you a saint or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. Trust or Sometimes fear. you don't see yeah. it. Yeah. Right? I mean, you yeah. can't see it because there's this, this huge fear factor, right? There's so much to be afraid of, so much that we need to have trust to overcome the fear, right? If, if, if we give it over, right? If we give it over to God, right? He may change my name. He may change my identity, right? He may change my life. He may change my length, right? He may ask me to leave everything and everyone. I don't know. He did that in the Bible to people. Yeah. Right? Or as the psalmist says in Psalm 37, 
He may help you to better know yourself and help you to your best self, come home to yourself, right? It's like, Lord, I don't know what to do, but you do. So share your plan and I will follow. Like, Lord, this Lent, I want to be a creature of hope. So let me trust that you are good, that you know me, right? That you are always close to me and that you will always act on your goodness. Your will be done. Your will. And that's a good thing. We're out of time, but we invite you to join us every Friday at 1230 on AM 720 for the family show. But let me give another quick shout out to our Holy Family Radio Benefit Dinner. And I'm sorry, I mispronounced Father Wade Menezes. Menezes is how his name is pronounced, who's a favorite on EWTN. you got to come and hear him. Again, that's Friday, April 12th at the Sheridan Harrisburg Hershey Hotel. And you can make a reservation by contacting us at 720-WHYF.com. For Brenda and Randy Lee, I'm Eleanor Rossman. And keep us in your prayers. And we leave you with the beautiful sound of seasons. Mm-hmm.